0: You are listening to the 99% Healthy Podcast with Bobby and Michelle.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 99% Healthy Podcast, Episode 9. Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year, 2022.
1: 2022. We made it. We made it, 2022. So... We just took a little bit of a hiatus, not a long one. We just took two weeks off for the holidays, and we are back. I'm really excited to jump into 22 with the podcast. Dusting,
0: but... dusting the podcast cobwebs off.
1: Yeah, hardly. It barely had a chance to make any cobwebs.
0: I know, but it just it feels like it feels like it's been a long time.
1: It does feel like it's been a long time because we're used to recording on a weekly basis, and we haven't been together recording. Although I will say, I did lose count of. The number of times through the Christmas break that I said, that would be a great podcast topic. You and I both said it numerous times. So I know. we've got a lot of great future episodes lined up for 2022. Just some really great ideas. And we would love to hear your ideas. You can shoot us a message at 99percenthealthy.com. If you go to that website and click on the Tell Michelle tab, you can send us your future show ideas. We would love to incorporate the audience into what we are chatting about here on our podcast.
0: And we'd love to hear you literally. So visit us at anchor.fm slash 99% healthy and you can send us a recorded message right from your phone or computer. Oh,
1: I love that. I didn't know they could do that.
0: Yep. Yep. They sent a recorded message and we can splice it into our future podcast. We can take their questions, comments.
1: No way. My Absolutely. eyes just got like, my eyes just got big because I didn't know that was a yep, thing. Yep. See, you're so important to this podcast. You add the tech element. Yes. Yes. I'm here to,
0: to add extra value.
1: Did you have a good Christmas, Bobby?
0: It was great. A good good time off to really relax and just, you know, take some downtime between basically between Christmas and New Year's, I was I was, often able to just really veg out. Yeah, I, I I put a little you know extra binge TV watching in there.
1: Tell everybody what you're watching.
0: Oh, so I'm watching well. I'm watching basically three shows simultaneously, but two primarily. We're watching Bones um, on the regular, and I kind of just dusted off and I'm watching from beginning Night Rider. Yes, 1982 Which is so Rider.
1: funny to watch. I mean, I'm not sitting and watching it with you, but I see it or I hear it like if I'm in the kitchen or the other room and I hear the things. And it's almost creepy how 1980, what did you say? I think it was
0: started in 82. I double check. 82, but it, it's
1: kind of creepy how it is. it kind of was very f- foreshadowing for what's happening you know, 40, 40 years later, you know, the things that were happening in that show are happening now in real life. And that seemed so unrealistic right. or, back then.
0: Or you could say, N- nothing new is new. Everything old is new again.
1: I guess so. Type of thing.
0: You regurgitate a lot of the same stuff. So
1: I guess so. That's kind of cool yeah. though. So. I,
0: there was just, there were some real funny, funny, um, how is it, plot lines. Like, you know, just. Uh, 80 stuff that really doesn't doesn't translate yeah. as for, forward as it does today yeah and then there's some sci-fi aspects of the show that are like combination of a little out there and we have them like the future things exist today but they're very different than how they were envisioned in the show anyway getting that's... getting back to some really exciting geeky stuff
1: yeah that's awesome so do you have any goals for the new year, Bobby. Are you gonna watch more Night Rider? Like what's on your list?
0: Goals. Well, so um, you know, media goals, I think we're gonna stick with some of the same stuff. Maybe branch out and watch a couple new shows. There's there's always some new shows that folks say are like, hey, this is great. We really should watch this. And I don't. Like I'm just not the type of person who gravitates towards a lot of new shows. Um we've been binge watching Schitt's Creek again and oh, again. I love it. That's a great Great thing. I love it. but my my 22 my 2022 goals you know are traditional i have some get healthy goals um so to make me more 99 percent healthy
1: as a, i believe most people do this time of year people kind of launch into the new year and we've talked about this a little bit in yeah. past episodes about you know people make those new year's resolutions and then it kind of fade off towards the middle of january um as a When I used to work in gyms as a fitness instructor, we always saw everything kind of wane off once the first snowstorm hit. But
0: wait, you got to you got to tell you got to tell everyone your little observation about like the January years because you had a comment about how did you say it? Like not skipping the gym, but avoiding you know, the, the January resolutioners, 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 that's what you called them. I did
1: call them resolutioners. And then what would you say? Well, we would always try to like, my gym time was my gym time. And I'd have to schedule my gym time around the resolutioners because there were times where, you know, it was just, the gym was just really packed and not just the gym, the grocery store as well, which I've talked about in past episodes, you know, the foods that I buy and, and eat every day or every week when I do go to the grocery store, um,
0: and she's not kidding because I do a lot of the shopping, but we have the list from the store app and the whole like 75 percent of this list is all fresh, fresh foods yeah. from, you know, mostly the produce or yeah,
1: nothing processed or any of that stuff meat department. You'll notice now. And if you're listening to this, I encourage you to notice the next time you go to the grocery store in the next week or two how much of the healthy food is out of stock when people are making their new year's resolutions and they have all these goals to be healthy and and it's just really interesting so um you know just take notice of that and it bothers me because this is my
0: my life this is you're all the time eating food yeah so now it's these, an
1: inconvenience uh, for me the when other people nighters
0: <laughs> are coming in yes. and taking your good food <laughs> And you harbor massive resentment. Super
1: inconvenient. So I have to get. You do.
0: You do. You are very frustrated by these individuals who come in and I, yeah buy up all your good food.
1: When there's no spinach, there's no kale. There's you know there's none of the, the stuff that I buy on my weekly basis, and then it's not I, there. I want to make
0: a sales pitch for resolutioners to go and buy all the kale they want because that is the most disgusting. So you know,
1: kale's not kale's not not horrible. It's just that you've never had it prepared properly.
0: I disagree. I've had to prepare oh, it every okay. way. I'm not a Cal person. Anti-Cal.
1: So you're going to make some health goals this year. Absolutely. And we're going to work together. And I think that maybe, I think a big part of making goals, and I actually just posted this on my Facebook page today because I have a big business goal for myself, um, aside from 99% healthy. And um, I think what's important is putting your goals out there for accountability. Because I think a lot of times what happens is we hide our goals or we don't write them down or we don't make them known or put them into the universe however you want to say it because we're afraid we're going to fail and nobody wants to fail right so we define ourselves by that which we shouldn't but we do because that's how we are like programmed to be and i think that putting your goals out there helps is a form of accountability and it will help you attain your goals even if you don't make the goal part of it is the journey and you know
0: i think another, along the way i think another important part of of goals is setting the correct goal. And I think a lot of times we set goals that are either unrealistic or they're absent the the plans and measures to achieve them, right? So we always want to set achievable goals and we want those goals to be measurable and we want them to be set up in a way that they can be enduring. Smart goals. Yeah, smart goals. Smart I think they goals. need to be smart goals.
1: Absolutely. And I, but I do, I'm a believer in God. I call them God-sized goals. I believe that you should be making big goals because the, you probably won't. Well, I shouldn't say you probably won't, but you may not attain that big goal. But what you learn along the way, you may make the smaller goal that you were thinking of. So I always try to make my goals. I take my goal and whatever it is, I double size it. And that's just the way I do it.
0: Yeah. Now I think a lot of people have, have, misconceptions about what's achievable and they should they should half their goals they should really That's so funny they should though. take them they should take them down mm-hmm. into um smaller chunks or if you have a, a a a goal and you establish that goal as the as the bar then you should set intermediate goals to achieve your way to get there because you want to have that success
1: agree and i actually just um i tweeted something Just recently, and I can't remember exactly what it was. I should pull it up. But it said something along the lines of your goals should be big. When you're thinking about goals, they should be big. But progress, when you think about progress, it should be small. So small progress adds up to big goals.
0: Yeah, I like that. that. Do you like it? I like that method. That's that's how I approach achieving my goals.
1: But your goals should still be big.
0: Yes, sure.
1: So, okay, I do have a goal for our podcast. I would like to put out 50 episodes this year. Do you think that we can achieve that?
0: 50 episodes. There's
1: 52 weeks in a year.
0: Yeah. I think we could do 50 episodes this year. I don't think that's unachievable.
1: Well, guys, strap in and hold on tight because it's happening.
0: So you're going to get an episode a week, basically. Episode
1: a week. We might drop two maybe a couple times depending on what kind of feedback we get. Some
0: bonus content. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Special
0: episodes. I like that. Absolutely.
1: So tell me real quick before we move on. I want to know your favorite Christmas present.
0: Ooh, my favorite Christmas present. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to have to go with the light bulbs I got from my garage.
1: That is such a nerd answer. And I have to interrupt you for one second. Dead nerd. I don't know if our audience can hear the piano playing in the background. Our daughter is practicing the piano. And I do have this rule that I never ask my kids to not play the piano when they're when they sit down at the piano. So we're just gonna let it go. I hope it's not a distraction. I don't
0: think they can I think either. it's lovely. Yeah. It's good. So your I, light
1: bulbs, I'm sorry. Light to bulbs. Interrupt.
0: So I got these. So they're trendy right now. They 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 you can see them in any store. They're they they are these LED, um, ultra bright light bulbs for your garage and they, they screw into a standard light bulb socket. And many of them have like three to four wings of LED lights that you can angle, you know, different ways up and down.
1: I've never seen a light bulb like this before, and I'm not kidding, guys. My garage looks like a tanning booth when you go in.
0: Right. So it's so bright. I got, I got these kinds from Co- Costco, and for, for our listeners who are Costco fans, listen, I am loving Costco because I've been like a BJ's person for years, and I still like BJ's. No, no BJ's hate, but uh, Costco is. Is fantastic. It's
1: a whole different level. But
0: anyway, so I think they had these. They had this two pack of garage light bulbs. They're like eight thousand lumens for. I think they were on sale for twenty nine dollars, which is why I bought them. Eight
1: thousand lumens. I don't even know what that means.
0: Yeah, that's the brightness level.
1: They used to have watts. Remember? Right,
0: right. right but LEDs don't consume as much energy. Light bulbs and, are so. And, and you have to measure confusing. their brightness by a different measure, and okay. and so lumens is the measure of their brightness. So you're getting some light bulb
1: education education
0: right now but anyway so these light bulbs are super bright they're fantastic i'm enjoying them um oh, I love and that the that garage your, is like super bright now your, that's your favorite so that's christmas my favorite place. christmas gift that's so, amazing so what so i'll turn it back on you what was your favorite christmas oh gift this goodness.
1: year oh my goodness my favorite christmas gift this year i have to think about what i got what mm. did i get
0: oh lots of things
1: um oh i got uh, a nespresso an, a Ness, it's called Nespresso, right? That's the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so while I was in um, Mexico in September, I experienced this Nespresso machine. My room had a Nespresso machine, which I had, I didn't even know how to work it. I wasn't sure if I was doing it right, but I have not stopped talking about this Nespresso machine since I came back from Mexico at the middle of September. And um, I guess Santa heard me because I got one for Christmas and I love it. And I am going to tell everybody what I do because I have no shame. I have it set up in my bathroom and in the morning I make myself a coffee in my bathroom and I don't have to go downstairs in the morning right away. I can enjoy my coffee from my bedroom my and and before I even start the day and it's great. And now I drink my coffee black, so I don't know how that would work for somebody that adds things to their coffee. But mm-hmm. I have very much enjoyed my espresso every morning. I don't know if it's going to continue after the routine starts and picks up, but... I know. And
0: I'm going back to work, you know, this week. So I'm kind of wondering if maybe I'm going to have my normal, you know, pot of coffee brewed downstairs, which I put into a travel mug. You
1: actually asked me if, if you I, could use my Nespresso machine in the morning. I and mean, I immediately told you no. Oh, that's no. right. No, I forgot I told that. him no. And he said, why? And I said, because it's too noisy and it will wake me up. Because it is quite noisy. I mean, it is, it's not quiet.
0: No, it's not quiet. It's but not designed I to be quiet. It. It's designed to make great, great coffee. Yeah, I,
1: I really yeah. do love it. Um, so
0: if you, if for those who don't know what an espresso machine is, it, it, started off as making espresso drinks, and then it expanded to where it can make all sorts of different type of espresso drinks, from regular espresso shots, double shots to. Um,
1: you can even make iced drinks with it. It right. has pods for iced Ristrettos, drinks.
0: Strattos, which I think is a larger, larger pour. All the way up to coffee-sized amounts, and that yeah. does like a seven ounce, seven point seven ounce. I'm pour.
1: having fun playing with it and yeah. looking at all the different options. And, and like
0: Keurig K cups, the coffee come in these little aluminum pods, which are
1: recyclable.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're recycling, and they automatically tell the machine how much coffee to brew, so there's no thought involved. You, your pod determines the coffee size, and
1: it even removes the pod from. The, the maker, so like oh, it's not right. like You're... our old Keurig where you have to take the pot out yourself. Yeah. It, when you open up the machine, the pot is not there. Like it dispenses of it. It in... self. So
0: it self ejects the pot into a just dis... into to a, a little like a little disposal tray.
1: Yeah. It's pretty yeah, cool. It's pretty neat. It's pretty cool. So that that was my favorite Christmas gift, and I highly recommend it if yes. you are a coffee drinker or if you if you like espresso. But um, it's a fun it's a fun gift. I appreciate it, and it's very useful for I me. I think
0: maybe this afternoon I might need to have a have a coffee drink from it because I haven't even tried it.
1: Yet. Oh, you you will. I'll let you, I'll allow I you. to.
0: Are you allowing me to? Yes. yes.
1: Yes. So I wanted to talk a little bit today about um, you don't know our topic as I don't usual. Know the topic. Bobby does not know the topic. No. However, you started to kind of go in that direction. And this is what I love about us being together as long as we have been together. Sometimes our, it scares me how much our brains are kind of mushed together because sometimes we, we have the same thoughts or I'll be thinking something and you'll say it. It's, it's kind of a, a weird thing. But you started to go in this direction earlier in our conversation. And so today I wanted to talk about grocery shopping Oh, okay. And like grocery shopping habits and those kinds of things. So when you started to talk about the grocery app that we use and all of those things, I was like, oh, gosh, he's looking at my show notes. Um, So I I, I'm interested. You and I have different shopping habits. Um, You are you love the self scan. I mean, we'll get into all of this. Right. But Um, I'm in. I would love to share with our audience our own personal grocery shopping habits, especially going into the new year. People are maybe shopping differently because they right. have goals. They're buying different foods, those kinds of things. There's also new options out there. Some people aren't grocery shopping at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people are just doing a curbside pickup because of the way the world is right now. Well, so, people are, right
0: like, they're shopping differently. Yes. They're shopping electronically. They're shopping shopping from home. They're using phone apps and websites. Yeah. So everybody's got a little bit of a different method. And I remember
1: when the things like Instacart and those kinds of things were introduced years ago, before there was even COVID. Right. And I thought that that was, right. like, the weirdest thing because oh, I was yeah. like, I need to be a person that goes into the store and touches the right. things and puts them P- in my cart.
0: Peapod was one. Yeah. And then... Um, Shoprite started a big um online shopping home delivery service and the
1: people that did it loved right. it like yeah. they loved it and i couldn't get on board with it because i i'm a person who needs to be there and have like having that emotional connection with my groceries as i put them in my cart and so i never understood that but then i think it's a really cool thing how it, it really evolved into something that everybody was able to embrace right. because
0: well, of if you the think back the to the beginning was. of the pandemic you know, we started with a lot of the online shopping, you know, a lot because it was easier for us to not have to go into the stores, avoid crowds, you know, all that kind of social distancing stuff that was pretty strong early on. But then, um, you know, we started, it allowed us to also plan and, and choose some of our purchasing from different stores based on availability of items. Right. So we started doing a little bit of Walmart pickup, curbside pickup. We, we did some, some, uh, giant food stores in our neck of the woods, and Wegmans. And if those haven't heard of Wegmans, Wegmans is an awesome grocery My chain. My favorite place. It's East the Coast. only.
1: It's the only place I really ever want yeah. to grocery shop. Like it's, it's an experience. Great. Now like, there's
0: people that are like West Coast and and Southerners. Like Publix gets rave reviews. Yeah. Um.
1: I'm not sure what the West. The West. If you're on the Kro- West Coast. A Kroger
0: in Michigan. It was okay. It wasn't like okay. terrible, but if I'm you're not...
1: on the West Coast, what's your equivalent of an upscale grocery store? Oh yeah. Or, or um, I know Publix in the South is is real right. big, but Wegmans is is one of those just. It's one of those right. stores where you go in, and it's the people that work there are happy to work there, and it's just a pleasant it's, experience. It's
0: the Apple Store of grocery stores.
1: Oh, if you want to call it that.
0: Yes, because I'm Apple Store snob. Apple Stores are beautiful. Everyone's there so helpful, and you don't have Wegmans trouble finding things. Like it's that.
1: organized the way. It. it I mean, right. they've gone through some different organizi- organizing. Yeah, structures, in, but I feel like they've got it now. Yeah. Um, and, and our son works there. Yes, and there you go. He, they are so good to their employees, so you can just tell. Um, but that's our place. So anyway, we use their app, which I'm going to talk about in a second, but
0: right. And Bobby, a, lot of, a lot of supermarket apps are similar, right? You, could, you can go through and you can search for your food items in the store and it puts it into a grocery list for you and... The best part about the Wegmans app, which actually I don't think the giant app does it this way, which frustrates me, is it puts, you, it, puts it in order of shopping the store, starting at produce and meats and working your way across the whole store
1: it tells you what what exact aisle, aisle everything aisle and is location located. It is. So you make a list when you grocery shop. I right? do.
0: Oh, so right. That's, let's even start with that.
1: That's the first thing H- on my. How list. many
0: people shop with a grocery list? Because I am absolutely list driven. Like yes, it's got are. to be on the list. It
1: has to be on the list. I'm a
0: binary person. If it's not on the list, it either I have to be shopping hungry to see something other than what's on my list to buy it, for the most part, or really lucky to come across something. Because for the most part. What's on my list? Check it off. Go get the next thing.
1: Yeah. Check you're, it off. You're so good like that. I'm very good with the list. And you've always been so good like that. Like, I know if something's on the list at the store, you're going to come home with it. Oh, like, yeah. i check you're that list off. You're very good. Of course. And, and, um, and we use the app. So we always kind of have, in our family, even our kids are in on this now, we always kind of have an ongoing list. If we want something or we think of something that we've run out of, we put it on the list. And it's kind of been a family Affair because everybody just kind of contributes to the list. And then sometimes I'll go through and check stuff off because the kids will put something ridiculous on there that I'm like, no, I'm not buying that. But um, we do always have a list going. Now, I have a a unique way, and this will not shock some of you. Well, maybe it will. I have a unique way of shopping. I shop from the list in my head. And I know this drives you nuts, Bobby, because what I do, and please give me some love if you're with me on this, because I know some people are. I like to shop from the list in my head, which is the list that's in the app. But then after I get all the things in my head that are already on the list, I go back to the actual list and I go get the things that I forgot. And Bobby, I know that that drives you
0: bonkers. I'm sitting here <laughs> being driven bonkers. It's, it's almost
1: like a game for me. Like If I can remember all of the things that are on the the actual list and then I like I have to remember from my head and then I'll go back and double check and get the things that I forgot.
0: I get it. It's just not efficient. <laughs> it's like the list literally sets you up for success to go through like left to right in the store, based on how our well, store is set up. Well, let's
1: face it. I don't. I don't and do so, things like, that way. Uh, I do things. This <laughs> is
0: it. Would be as infuriating as if like you went into a store that's a mirror image of the store that you used to go to. So like the Bethlehem the the Wegmans cross town, is like a mirror image of of our closer Wegmans. Yeah, and that just bog- drives drives me bog- you nuts. Cring. So I like, drives you nuts. Yeah. So no, you definitely can't shop from your So head. we do
1: have different habits that way. What about um, an ad? So do you shop from an ad? Do you like ads?
0: I do. Like, I, like a like, circular? I like to know what's on special. Um, a circular or an ad may help me know like what things are in quantity. And if they're in quantity, therefore, that's a reason why they might be promoting them.
1: I used to so, be a big ad shopper when yeah. the kids were young and we used coupons a lot. Um I used I used the ad all the time but then one time your mom said something to me that mm-hmm. stuck with me and she said usually she said just look at the front page of the ad and the back page of the ad that's the only where all the important specials are on the front and the back and I thought oh I wonder if she's right about that but now I have this whole different I think I watched a documentary somewhere
0: well I think once the and the rest I, of our paid ads like some of the the stuff products inside of a supermarket circular are actually paid advertising i don't if it's know anything brand.
1: about that yeah
0: so major food companies will promote their brand products inside a store circular so
1: so, so maybe there's some truth to that then but i i just that kind of stuck with me um because i just uh, i forget the thought i was gonna right. have before right. that when you interrupted me but <sighs> <laughs> I'm hard. um but yeah the front and the back and oh so when the kids were younger i used to you know i used to shop the whole ad but oh i watched a documentary once um and I forget what it was, if it was about Walmart or something, but somewhere they snuck in there the fact that like if if it's discounted in the ad, the price is going to be marked up somewhere else, in some other product or somewhere else mm-hmm. in the store. I don't know if that's true, but I don't know. I'm a little weary when it comes to the ad situation. I don't well, shop an well,
0: ad. Well, the ads are typically, if something's on sale or discounted, that you know they're simply a loss leader. So they're either being sold at a certain discount to get, you know people into the store with the hopes of you buying other things right, right? so complimentary items like cereals and milk um you know you know th- things like that um it's they definitely... may, they may discount a a sauce of some kind but like the protein that goes with it is maybe not on sale right. or at the regular price
1: it's marketing it's marketing it's yeah, definitely yeah, it's i mean definitely there marketing. has to be some kind of But the other thing that
0: it. i find that that i tend to Sh- not just only shop with the list, but when I create or put items on the list, I tend to do a little bit of, of food planning for that week. Yes. Try to figure out what I have, what I want to, what we're going to make that week, and what we need to buy. Okay. And that's one of the other key things that I tend to do, which is why I tend to stay strictly to the list. Right. Because usually it has some sort of mental idea that, well, these are the foods I'm going to make this week. These are the foods I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to buy. Okay. So...
1: And yes. that leads me to my next topic of conversation. What about impulse buys? We're all oh, guilty of it. We're
0: all definitely guilty of it. There's different times and places for them. So, my favorite impulse purchase is I already know what you're going to say. When, when I would go into often the big box store, the big the big uh warehouse stores. So like Sam's, Sam's, BJ's, Costco is the tub of dessert item. So like is the it brownie tub bites. of brownie bites, yeah. the cookies, Um,
1: I'm never happy when when that
0: happens. Or the the snack mixes, right? So like, um, uh, I'm trying to think. There's the bar blend. The the bar blend, which we haven't had. We haven't had 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 that that in in a long
1: time. I like that one. Well, here's
0: the other thing. When you go into a lot of those stores, there's the coupon bucket booklet or the one you get in the mail. And what's in that coupon booklet? Oh, look, the tub of Brownie Bites is is off with a $2 off coupon.
1: Yeah. Are you so, more likely to purchase something if you have a coupon for it? Oh,
0: most definitely. Yeah. And I'm definitely more more likely to impulse purchase something if I have a coupon for that item. Yeah. Where a lot of times I can walk past the tub of cookies when you walk into the store if it's not discounted, if it's not on sale or if it's not doesn't that there isn't a coupon for it. So, right? I
1: guess it just comes down to kind of like discipline. Like you just have to tell yourself, "No, I don't need those brownies." Like because right. Yeah, because you know your wife's gonna yell at you when you get home anyway. <laughs> so I probably wouldn't yell at you for the tavern blend because I do like that that snack mix. But yes. the brownies, I'm like, why do we need this many brownies well, in our house?
0: I, and that's actually reduced a lot since since you know I've started baking a lot more with my yes, daughter. Yes, you
1: do. So you since do we've a been making more. a lot
0: of our own homemade stuff, I've been buying a lot less of pre-made, you know, you know baked goods. Yeah, and that also serves as a as a point of discipline. And which is going to go into one of my health goals for 2022 is okay. I'm no longer allowed to buy it. If I want it, I have to make it. Okay. And you know, that's kind of like... There's a story about how I came up with this one, by the way.
1: Well, do you want to tell it now or do you want to wait till the end?
0: Oh, you go ahead.
1: Oh, I was going to say it's kind of like my rule with ice cream, right? Like I don't like to have... Ice cream is like my vice. Like that's my thing. If But I have realized that like if I have it in the house, I'll eat it. So... It's a treat for me when I go out and get it. And I'm talking like real like ice cream store ice cream, not not like, you know, junky ice cream. Like re- like like real ice cream when I go to like a real creamery and get it. I appreciate it so much more. So it's kind of along the same lines where, you know, it's more it's special to me if I go out and get it rather than having it in the house. The same thing. It's probably more special to you if you bake your your treats rather yeah, than definitely. purchase them yeah there's like love that goes into it.
0: it it reminds me of a phrase that one of my favorite uh cooking tiktokers says like you know he talks about an ingredient he goes from someone's farm yeah. like because he's like literally showing like you really should um you know get quality ingredients mm-hmm. and if you want to have a treat it should be quality so yeah, absolutely, stop buying you know, pre-made desserts and, you know, treats on the regular. That are just filled
1: with preservatives and additives and nothing good for you anyway. Right.
0: So opt for quality over quantity and well, boom, right there, you've you've helped satisfy a major health goal for this year. You know, if you want to cut back on the sweets and and unnecessary desserts, well, right then and there, a simple rule could be either make it or it has to come from a high-quality place, um, not your you know, production, food.
1: Yeah, or from a box.
0: Right, not from a box. From a box. Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. I try not to buy foods from a box. Uh, So good, good, good. So here's a thing. Here's a thing that I have started doing. I started just a few months ago that I never did before. And I am so glad I decided to do this thing. Do you know what that is? Something I never would have done before. I've decided, and you know this, but you probably don't even, you didn't even notice it. I purchase the pre-cut, produce, like like the pineapple that's already cut up or the watermelon that's already cut up. I have been purchasing those rather than buying the whole pineapple or the, you know, the whole watermelon. And this is something it's a small change that I made. Yes, it's more expensive. But guess what? It gets eaten. When I buy the whole pineapple, what would happen, Bobby?
0: Oh, so the last two pineapples, (laughs) their their life ended sitting on our counter. Yeah. Completely uncut. And never used. Yeah. Um, they kind of just got taken for granted being there, forgotten about they it. They looked will... pretty. Right, they look good, but it just in the hustle and bustle of the day I never got
1: around to cutting it. You got to around cutting to it. cutting
0: it. You forgot about it. Yeah. Right? And then life overcame and then it just it it rotted. Yeah. But what you're specifically talking about is in store, in store, cut prepared yep. fruits and vegetables. So
1: Wegmans has this amazing selection of you know right. pre-cut produce where they cut. It. They literally are standing there at at right. a station cutting it right in front of so, you.
0: So for the person out there who who has you know frustration with fresh produce spoiling and going and running away, yeah. maybe while it's a little more expensive to buy it, you're actually you know maybe your cost zero, but you're certainly going to consume
1: exactly. You know, it's an investment. Cut fruits
0: and vegetables, you know, better. <laughs> If they're if they're done for because you because
1: guess what if I'm throwing away a rotting pineapple wasting I'm wasting money right. so I would rather if I'm gonna spend the money and maybe it's a little bit extra it's gonna get eaten and it I'm nourishing my body today. so that's something I started doing last year and I absolutely am so happy that I never would have done that before never would have done that because it costs more money to do it that way right. but. Um, I'm so happy that I started doing it that way and, yeah. and it gets eaten. So I, I, I think do also love
0: that. I think also like seasonality makes a difference. Absolutely. Where if certain fruits or vegetables are out of season, you may benefit by buying them pre-cut because the traditional you'll either have an opportunity to view it in clear packaging, you're like, Okay, that looks like a good product, a good piece of produce, I wanna consume that. Or um, you know, it's just not as convenient, you know, where it, what can you do in the summertime? Yeah, you can buy the half a watermelon. You can buy Well, in the summer time,
1: I like to go to the farm stands, and I like to buy right, sure, stuff right. at the farmer's market. Because like,
0: yeah. locally grown, it's yeah. easier. But yep. in the wintertime where you're getting, you know, produce is being imported from different parts of the world because that's their growing season, and that's right. where it's coming in, you may want to buy it from a store. And there you go. Cut, pre-cut gr- produce and... Produce can be a a positive addition to your 2022 healthy plans. It's
1: about convenience, you know? Sometimes. Sometimes it's about convenience. Um, So I also wanted to talk to you about, I've got a lot of topics on here. We could go on and on and on. But um, you are the master me you are the master at self-checkout I've never seen anybody more swiftly do a self-checkout you're so confident when you walk up to the checkout lines I'm not when I walk up there because every single time every time I get the please stand by for help help is on the way and I there's something that always goes wrong every single time I go to self-checkout you walk up there like a boss and you just scan the items and you're out of there I'm confident
0: and I'm a nerd
1: Well, you used to be a cashier at a grocery store when you were a kid, right? Yep.
0: Yep, did a cashier. I liked it. Good job. It was a good You like good you know where school, all the barcodes
1: are. I'm like I'm yeah. standing there like looking for the barcode, holding the item up to the yeah. light, turning it every direction. I mean,
0: the barcode on an item is going to be in two places 99% of the time. If it's not on the bottom of it, if it's a square item, if it's not on the bottom, it's going to be on a narrow side. That's it. It's that simple. <laughs> simple so Simple
1: for you. That's not how my brain absolutely. works. You're I am mean, such an engineer.
0: The, all these shoppers are laughing because there's a barcode on every surface. Oh, That's, yes. that's how Aldi checks out super fast, boom, which they're boom, genius. Boom. Yeah, right? they're super but smart. But regular products, packaged products, the barcode is either on the bottom or the side. Right? That's like 99% of the time.
1: 99.
0: Right? Yep. 99% of the time. Right? Your bags, you know bags, the barcode is usually on the bottom back. Yeah. Right? So if your instinct is just to identify your object scan it in that location as fast as you can, right? Why do scanners have a bottom scanner and a, and a, and a scanner facing you? I
1: didn't even know that was a Right? Thing. So, I don't pay you attention. Could, boom,
0: done. Beep in the bag, done. Well. And then, wait, I'm not done yet because you're <laughs> going to try to cut me off on a little am. Bit longer. <laughs> so to help myself check out users out also, the, the supermarkets are kind of silly. Like after you scan an item, it has to go in the bag because then they're weighing it to make sure the thing you scan
1: actually like, is being it, put in, the bag. in yeah. the bag,
0: right? Which is the silliest check ever, right? It's so silly because it just, it's like, oh, you've scanned an item with the barcode and you're putting it in there and it's, you know, well, it's just, it's just a pain. Now and then, they have
1: a little bit more security where Robert works, where our son works, um, they're actually able to see, watch people's hands scan, and they, well, they can't get see, away with it. He's come see, home with some stories. They just
0: see the transactions come up on their little displays, yeah, to verify everything is kind of like makes sense.
1: He's come home right. with some some neat stories about what people try to get away with at the at the at the self scan. Um, do you remember when we were kids? I mean. Self-scan wasn't a thing then. Like, just no, bagging your own bagging your own groceries was a big deal. Like, being able to bag your own groceries, like, some people were very particular about that. I am particular about how my groceries are bagged. When I put things on the belt, oh, the, I always organize it according to how I want it bagged. Always
0: self-bagged as a kid. Uh, partly because I was a brown paper bag person back in the day. I
1: love brown paper bags. Always a brown
0: paper bagger. And, in fact, back in the day when we used, to, I was mandatory double bagging. Yeah. So my mom always made us double bag. Yeah. So, you
1: don't see brown paper. You have to ask for it yeah. these days where we are. Some places aren't even giving out bags anymore at all. You got to bring your own bags yeah. in. So it's things have definitely changed. But I I grew up with brown paper bags Even at Aldi, well.
0: I buy a paper bag. You'll, <laughs> buy, I'm like, you'll buy it? 10 cents.
1: Oh, my gosh. One my last thing bag. I wanted to talk about um, was an experience that I had at an airport back in the fall when I was traveling, which was, like, mind-blowing to me. I actually went into a store at the airport. Oh, I'm
0: jealous about this. Yeah,
1: because I, I, I called you right away and I was like, the weirdest thing just happened to me. You went to, to a, it, a... I don't know if it was considered an Amazon store. I forget what it was called. But, but you literally had to put in your debit or check your credit card into a little slot to get into the store, which it was really just like, you know how at the airport, right. how everything is open. It was just literally just a little... But it was powered
0: it? by Amazon sh- shopping. Yeah.
1: There's like a little gate. You put your card in, the gate opens. You literally go in and take what you want and then you walk out of the store and it knows what you've taken. Yeah. And I think you can like there's like a little computer at the at the exit where you can request to have a receipt sent to you. Um, and I, I don't remember if I did that or not, but it I felt like I was robbing a store. I, I literally walked. There was nobody there. Yeah. I walked in. And the only reason I knew what to do is because there was a lady standing outside the store. She was just an airport person. But I, I asked her, I'm like, what, what do I do? And so she told me what to do. She wasn't, she didn't work for the store, but it was the strangest experience I ever had. And if any of our listeners have ever had that experience, because I think it's the way of the future, right? There's yeah. no, there was no contact. I was the only person.
0: I'm pretty sure Amazon has um, corner corner stores like that throughout the country in urban areas Yeah, where you can kind of come in and you just pick up your items and it has camera technology. Yeah. It knew
1: exactly what I purchased. Watches
0: exactly what you do and you what you pick up and what you what you purchase and put in your basket or bag or whatever and then it just automatically. I don't even
1: think I had a bills you basket. I can't r maybe I did have a basket. I can't remember. I mean yeah. I only bought like a trail mix and a bottle of water or something right. like that, but it was just but it's it was neat because like you're not sure if somebody's watching you, so like oh. you have to be careful what you look at, <laughs> the and matrix, then like the I felt like watching you. <laughs> I felt like I needed to get out of there. Like it was, it was just a whole different like experience. So if you are listening and you've ever had the opportunity to shop one of those um, Amazon stores, I don't even know what what they're called. Um, it it is a whole new experience. I would love to hear what you've thought about that because really it is the way of the future. I mean, this is the way that our grandkids are probably going to be shopping, and it's and it's neat to think about, you know. Yeah. Any last thoughts, Bobby, on um, on our topic today? Did I miss anything? I know I did miss some things because I skipped a lot, around a lot here.
0: Um, I don't think so. No, I would don't. Well, if no, there is, we'll save it everything. for
1: we'll save it for another episode. If that's if that's the case, it is now time for Bobby's corner. You're gonna tell us your little. Whatever your little tidbit is this week.
0: My tidbit. Yeah what, what well, you so got? what do you got for us? So for my my let's call it my 18 seconds, yep. right my 18 seconds.
1: And wait, I don't know if people understand why we say 18 seconds. So our podcasts are usually 30 minutes long, about, right. and 18 seconds is 99% of that 30 minute podcast. So I think it's 30 minutes or did I calculate a 60? I can't remember, but that's why I we forget call, how we calculated it. We joke that he gets 18 seconds because he only gets 1% of the time on the show, which you've really been contributing immensely. So oh,
0: there we go. Thank you. Yeah.
1: So go ahead and give us your tidbit this week, Bobby. What do you got for us?
0: Well, so for all those who who are embarking on their New Year's resolutions, um, I think it would be uh, very, very helpful for you to ge- for me to give you one of my favorite App tips. I've, I've talked about this before in the past, but it's one of my go-to, uh, apps that I will be using throughout all of 2022 this year. And that's going to be my favorite app, lose it. And what lose it does is it does calorie tracking for all of your food. And there's a trendy word these days called macros and basically your carbohydrates and your proteins. Um, it really breaks down all of your nutrition, um, Guides. So if you're focusing on lower carb or just lowering your calorie intake, uh, Lose It is my favorite go-to app for tracking. In I love fact, Lose
1: It. Lose in, It's a great app. In
0: fact, I like it so much, I'm pretty sure that I bought the premium version. I'm pretty sure I have uh, the premium version. And
1: I'm sure there's like yes. some kind of sale or something because it's the new year.
0: Yeah, that's enough, definitely. I'll throw that out there. It's the new year. Every, everything health and fitness related is on sale. Yep. So if you're trying to get back into it, now's a great time to make your dollars go farther. If you've been a health conscious person for a long time and you never give it up, now's the time to save yourself some money. Look for those subscriptions or services that you currently use um, and try to find yourself a little discount.
1: Yeah. And put your goals out there, guys. Yes. You're going to be more likely to attain your goals if you write them down and talk about them. Absolutely. Don't keep them to yourself because you... And with are... that tease, yeah,
0: maybe we'll give you my goals next episode.
1: Next episode? Next you gonna episode. Make us wait? Yeah, I'm going to okay. make you wait. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening to... This is the first episode of 2022. So oh, I'm really excellent. excited. We got 49 to go. And we are just so grateful for you. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please... Give us that five-star rating. We need it to grow, and we are just so excited about where we are going to go this year. So we are happy to serve you, and we love being here to chat with you, and we look forward to next time. Bye, everybody.
0: Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the 99% Healthy Podcast.